Yes, it is the Supercoach Professionals review show, round seven, almost in the books. And uh, they said it was going to be a tipster's nightmare, but maybe not as difficult as, as it might have been, but certainly a very tough round. Ryan MS joining me as always for the review show. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, you know, tough day for our team. The West Tigers obviously blowing a 22-point lead. No other way to describe it, but... Uh, yeah, not a good week of footy anyway for the for the uh, for the casual observer or the neutral observer. Yeah, all good games um, so far, and it should be a good one on Monday night as well. The Sharks Rabbitohs, of course. This is the Supercoach Professionals Review Show. We do the review show on a Sunday night, so we'll go through the seven games played so far this week, and we also have a roundtable podcast that we do on a Thursday, um, where we can sort of talk about more generalities and, and looking into the following week. You can find us at www.supercoachpros.com. That's supercoachpros.com. And as always, uh, find us on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at supercoachpros. We'll tweet out before each game any late changes, any other useful information through the week. Really, that's the, the premier way to, to get that vital last-minute information there. And, Ryan, uh, let's go right back to Friday night. And the Dragons and the Broncos, it was a terrific game of rugby league. And uh, the Dragons, well, they got away with the win, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Their, their top performer, in fact, um, was Mike Cooper. He, was, he wasn't named. I mean, talking about being on, on Twitter to get these last-minute adjustments, Mike Cooper wasn't named, but he played outstandingly. And I thought, you know, both teams, they really, you know, they play it hard up the middle. That was a little bit scrappy out wider. But when they really got going um, towards the centre of the field, that was when both teams looked most dangerous. Cooper getting a try there, um, also making 23 tackles, five tackle busts, uh, a line break, eight hit-ups over eight metres. A good day for Cooper. Um, Jack DeBellin coming off the bench, getting in there with 51. He had a good day as well. Will Matthews returning from injury for this game, um, 62 points. Um, I... 38 of them in tackle, so big day for Will Matthews, taking over that workhorse role that um, Tyson Frizzell um, vacated with the suspension, and Matthews taking his place there, not only with the right, the same number, but also with that same sort of performance. Trent Merrin, 53, not as high as you sort of um, had been had been getting in the last few weeks, but that was to be expected, a, a tough matchup for him against Brisbane. And Gareth Widdop, we, you know, 71, we looked at, at the halves saying, look, it's a good day for halves or halfback against um, against Brisbane, but I guess, Ryan, you, you're not sure which way is it going to be better. Is it going to be to the halfback or wearing the number seven in Benji Marshall? Is it, is it going to be Gareth Widdop? Because they play a, a similar sort of role. This day it was Gareth Widdop, 71, Benji Marshall only 17. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where if a team uh, gives up a lot to a halfback, um, then you just have to kind of have a look at that and um, have to think about does that halfback roam the whole field? Does he just play one side and that kind of thing? Um, and then you get a bit, bit of a better read because it's a little bit false when they say just against halfbacks and you think, well, halfback, but um, a lot of different halfbacks play a lot of different styles. Yeah, it's a very in the NRL. different very different these these days where like you say a halfback will take one side of the field and the 5 take the other essentially it's, it's two halfbacks patrolling I, I, you know 
section of the field each. And in this case, you know, we, we're seeing it, but we're learning each week, and maybe it's something for the roundtable show where we go back over the last sort of um, six weeks and look at left side of the field, right side of the field, and break that down just a little bit further for you. Some of the other Dragons players that we, we predicted might under underperform just because of the tough matchup, Josh Dugan, 37, and a Ewan Aitken, 32. So over, overall, if you've got Dragons players that you have to play, I think you've got to take pretty much whatever you can get except maybe for Benji Marshall, who was obviously below par. Yep, no, totally agree with that. And the Broncos, the Dragons are the toughest team to score Supercoach points against. We did warn you, um, Ben Hunt is the big one. We normally start with the best performers, but he, he's he got his own column, really, Ben Hunt, 11 points. Um, it was something that we, we addressed sort of on, on the on the roundtable show in the tweet out, but the main area is the Supercoach previews. If you go online, www.supercoachpros.com, you'll see on the right-hand column, um, uh, a click to the to the latest Supercoach round preview that usually comes up a Wednesday night, Thursday morning time, um, sometimes even a little bit earlier. On our predictor, Ben Hunt was to make 19 points, and this is coming off a, a three-figure score the week before. Now, that, that that's not an easy sit in that regard, uh, Ryan, but, but 11 points. The Dragons so tough against halfbacks, tough against all players, particularly halfbacks, and we saw really bear out Ben Hunt, really uh, unable to get anything going on, on a wi- wet, wintry sort of uh, day. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a, um, the, you know, the predictor says it, and it's very difficult to separate the emotionality and the gut feel from um, just pure s- stats. Mm. And, yeah, and once again, the pure stats have said that he's not going to score high. And, yeah, here we are looking at an 11 point. 11-point game from Ben Hunt. Well, that's it. And it's your team, and you know it better than we can know it. But what we try to do is just give you that information, and then you utilise it. You know, if you don't have a second alternative and you, you're willing at the start of the year, I'm going with Ben Hunt, good good or bad, and, and accept that, and, and that's fine. But if you've got two halves that have got similar sort of... Um, I guess, uh, upsides, then that's where you, you can use that opportunity to say, OK, not this week for Ben Hunt. I'm going to go another direction and I'm going to take advantage of him in down the road when he does have a good matchup. Some of the guys that did perform better, Andrew McCulloch, 77 points, um, 40 tackles. He's such a workhorse, but he also had a try uh, assist. He had a 40-20. That was a big one at a, at a crucial stage of the game um, for, for, for the Broncos. He, he's playing at a high level right now. He started the season a little bit slowly, particularly from a super coach perspective. He's really getting going now. Matt Gillett, uh, 51 points, mainly thanks to 42 tackles. He's not getting as involved with the ball as we've seen in years gone by, but the tackle count's keeping him um, at a high level super coach wise. Josh Maguire, 54, yeah, playing very well. 11 hit-ups over 8 metres. That's going to help out with those 30 tackles that he made. Uh, Corey Parker, a good score, 52, but you probably want more. Um, we did again say on the on the preview that you know obviously you've got to play Parker just don't make him captain and I think that bore out there with the 52 Sam died eight, 72 scored a try similar to Mike Cooper's try really just barging it up the middle getting over the line um, also making 31 tackles a line break um, and nine hit-ups overall and three tackle busts. Good day for Thiday. And Daniel Vito, he scored a try, put up 69 super coach points. But also cost him probably the match-winning try with a bad drop and um, the, the, you know every chance that a coach like Wayne Bennett w- will sit him um, moving forward. So that's something to discuss on the Roundtable podcast um, 
when we have the team lineups for next week. But uh, despite the good score for Vida and despite the fact he put up good numbers super coach wise last year, hasn't been getting opportunity this year. A coach like Wayne Bennett really um, puts a guy like Vida who's prone to the odd mistake and the odd big mistake. Uh, to the bench. Uh, finally, we mentioned Ben Hunt already, but Justin Hodges, 24, and Alex Glenn, 33, both out injured um, during the game, so that really affected their numbers. Uh, Ryan, pretty much to be a, as expected, I guess, this was, it was always going to be a tough game for, for the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. Our top scorers um, for the Bronx were forwards, mm. um, and yeah, and that's the way the game was played. And that's how it was expected to be played. You, you'll um, see it each and every week, I think, when, you, when teams play the Dragons at the moment. Yeah, you got to you got to do the tough work, and um, if you you do it well, then you'll probably go close to beating them, which the Broncos did. Um, but it was just yeah, one or two things that didn't go their way. Um, the Milford uh, picked up forty two, which I, I think in the context of the game is a pretty good effort. Uh, I think he's kind of. He's on the verge of perhaps um, breaking through for a number of consistent super coach performances, but he's going to be one of those guys, if you've got him um, every week, you've got to watch him to make sure that, uh, and, uh, you know, judge his, judge his opposition um, on how effective he's going to be. Could be an interesting player to play around Origin bye weeks. I mean, Brisbane's buyers sit on um, the Origin week, so it doesn't really help you. Milford won't play Origin, but but he's also not um, going to be available for you on those critical weeks. But still, over the course of that sort of eight- or nine-week period, um, he, he could be good value. 310000 he'll probably get a little bump after the 42, um, but he'll be pretty close to his mark. And, and yes, it's worth the consideration, certainly. Looking at the other Friday night game, the Bulldogs-Seagulls, and it was one of those matches where the Dogs got away, the Seagulls clawed their way back, but once... Uh, the match was truly on the line. Uh, the Bulldogs clearly the superior team at the moment. Poor old Manly just can't take a trick uh, realistically. Um, but Curtis Rohner, another one that would you know tip big things for 81 points, scored a couple of tries, a couple of line breaks. Good day for Rohner. He actually could have had another try. He'd, he'd, the ball fell out of his grasp on a cross kick and there was no one near him. Um, Josh Reynolds, 74 points. He really turned it around. Manly have leaked points to pretty much all players, um, but um, especially 5'8", so Reynolds enjoyed that. A couple of try assists and a last pass helping him along and two line break assists. More like the Josh Reynolds that we saw last year. Don't know if that makes him super coach relevant or not, but um, certainly the Bulldogs will be happy with that and it helps the outside backs. Moses Embi, he's been playing well all year and uh, he's still good value at 223,000. He's getting good minutes, 70 points, scored a try, a try assist. He makes 16 tackles, had a line break, a little bit of everything, you know, eight hit-ups over eight metres. He really does enough to get that. He's reasonably consistent. Josh Jackson, 63. Um, wasn't going to be a great day for the forwards, but he had a try assist that helped him um, get up to that 63 number. The, the Eagles, uh, just with that sort of lacking sort of uh, the defence out wide means that it can actually cost you super coach points in the forwards but Josh Jackson uh, um, still still with a nice high floor there um, the other outside backs there, Chase Stanley 57 Corey Thompson 56 both getting over the line Aiden Tolman much like Jackson maybe a little below what you normally get but 58 you'll take it and Frank Pritchard scored a try and got to 60, so a good day for him as well. But realistically, um, the Bulldogs, as as expected, a dominant day and um, super coach wise, and only 
Ryan Tony Williams, who had a big week last week, was was disappointing with just twenty seven. Yeah, um, he's highly inconsistent, um, especially this season. Um, and super coach wise, yeah, that goes doubly so. Um, very up and down. Uh, the other disappointing thing for the dogs was Trent Hodkinson. Yeah, um, who only uh, racked up eighteen, which is um, pretty poor, um, even in a um, toughish uh, game for halves. Um, Look, I, I thought um, the fact that Curtis Rona he's possibly, you know, he's possibly one of the picks. Um, if you were going for a, um, you know, centre winger yeah. area in your team. He's, he's been very consistent all year. Very consistent. And he's 350, which is, you know, middle range. It's not ridiculous at the moment. So um, there's always an option because he's not really in the frame for origin, which yeah. is coming up soon. And the Bulldogs only having the one bye over um, the Origin missing week. So he'll play two of those three weeks where you're really scrounging for the players. Uh, he'll be available, which is handy. Rona's a really interesting one too because we're, look, we're looking at with, in regards to centre and wingers is, is you probably want a bit of depth there on your bench because of the propensity for them to go large or small depending on their matchups. And Rona, who will go large for you when he gets the right matchup, like against a team like the Eagles, but we saw last week against a tough team like the Dragons and and really hitting his floor. So that you, you know those tough tougher games, you probably want to be able to bench him. But probably two thirds of the games are good good enough matchups for a guy like Rona to fire, and in, in this case, fire really well. Um, so let's look at the Manly side, and really not much to talk about. They lost Jamie Lyon through injury. Uh, he put up 35 points beforehand, so he's, he was probably um, one of their best, really, um, which says it all for poor old Manly. Jamie Brewer, 65. Daly Cherry Evans, 57. And Peter Hickey, 57. The only notables, uh, Dynamis Louie missed out this weekend. He got 13. We've been watching him, but that was a bit disappointing. And... Jake Jabrovic, uh, 33, so a little bit disappointing for him too. And there was, I guess you could look at um, Jaden Hodges, who, who actually got to go this um, this week. He's only 152,000, Ryan, 47 points. Maybe that's the one bright light coming out of this game. Yeah, look, that might be the the bump you're looking for if you're if you need, you know, someone like that um, for your team. Um, as for the rest of Manly, yeah, they are struggling, and that's showing. Uh, both in Supercoach and on the field. Um, I mentioned Peter Hickey on the Thursday show, on the Roundtable show, as a possibility coming into that um, coming into that origin period, um, being that he's kicking goals at the moment um, and also playing fullback. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not doing too bad a job in a team that's getting um, pretty much outclassed each week. Yeah, and that's the big thing. He goes back... To, to fall back until Brett Stewart comes back probably and that, that helps his numbers no doubt so one to keep an eye on he may get become unaffordable if he has another good week but if you've either already got him or you've got an opportunity to pick him up this week could do worse that's for sure but generally man the players with we just move on, and, and we'll move on to the Saturday games now. Panthers feed the Titans, and look, this was... I mean, the Gold Coast, you know, playing against depleted Penrith, I, I think plenty of people thought, yes, the Titans can win this and will win this, but the margin was really the, the, the key factor that I think blew most people away. And look, we've talked about Supercoach and, and in regards to the Titans and also just the general play and having those two fullbacks. Will it work this week? 
and there was a bit of luck involved in Italy, but William Zillman, 98, a couple of tries, a couple of line breaks, eight tackle busts. Big day for Zillman, but Ryan Hoffman got two tries too and put up 85 points. So in this regard, it worked, but I don't know if you'll see it again. Gold Coast, um, despite the big win, not a lot of super coach numbers. Kane LG, 65, Luke Douglas, 56, Aiden Caesar, despite a toughish matchup, 57, good result there, but most players sort of still petering around that 40 mark. Guys like Ryan James, 44, as predicted, but you always would like to see maybe he can go above his expectations. James Roberts, 45, and that was just even allowing that he'd scored a try, so he was a bit below what we might have hoped. And Dave Taylor, 43, again around that predicted score but you know you're always watching always wondering maybe a little bit more I guess we should add in Matthew White 42 he's been a bit of a super coach dead zone up until this point but uh, 42 might be one to now say oh let's just watch him a bit closer next week Ryan yeah I think that's probably the best you can say um, (laughs) for guys like Matthew White who have been you know had nothing basically and then you know you come up pop up with a 40 you know solid performance Mm. um yeah, look, uh, it's Kane LG has kind of uh, emerged as the uh, backup halfback that you may need to have. Um, he, he's certainly taking a fair bit of uh, the ball away from um, Aiden Caesar, Caesar. Mm. Um, and he's also making some good decisions and um, good kicking game. Um, he makes a fair few tackles as well. So for for a halfback, so it's a um, yeah, he's definitely a possibility um, looking looking to the future. There, there would have been people that would have had guys like Luke Keary, um, you know, other guys that sort of a little bit cheaper. Mitch Cornish comes to mind that hadn't panned out. Kane LG, it might be the time to just swap, swap that over. Titans don't, the bye weeks probably don't work in your favour. Maybe you're thinking, uh, you know, it's not really going to help me buy week time, but... Um, the, the salary, it's only going to go up from here. This Next week, probably last chance to really get him at value. So you're going to have to look hard at making that option. The Penrith team, well, much like we've talked about Parramatta and Manly over the past month, Penrith just struck down by injuries, and it makes most of their players a no-gain zone. It was a great match-up for a couple of players that usually score very well, James Seguiaro and Matthew Moylan. And Seguiaro, 60 more than 47, probably didn't quite pan out. I mean, it's not horrible, but, I mean, look, we, we... it would have thought that this would have been a great matchup for them. It started very well, particularly for Moylan with a try assist early, but it just didn't eventuate. And look, oh, I hear you pain because I made Moylan captain, so it's not like we don't just give our advice and not follow it ourselves. But sometimes the super coach gods go in a different direction when a, when one team dominates a game, and and that happened on Saturday. Jeremy Lattimore was still strong with 63. Uh, Nigel. Plum, 54. These guys worked hard. Sikamanu, 51. But you can see the downside with guys like Bryce Cartwright, 28. Isaac John, 8. Apisai Corso, 29. Man- Josh Mansour suffered an injury and he got 10. Tyrone Peachy, not horrible, but 39. You wanted more. A um, couple of guys that did do well, a couple of um, younger guys. Reagan Campbell-Gillard, he was a cheapie at the start of the year. He's now becoming... Uh, a little bit more expensive, 63. And Waka Blake, 60. He's going to get a, a nice price bump with three good scores uh, coming up to this week. So hopefully you've, you manage to find a spot for him in your lineup before now and, and you're enjoying the benefits, uh, Ryan, of, of a guy that looks like he could keep going um, as this year goes on. Yeah, it's definitely a big chance. Um, 
now that uh, Idris is out for the year, yep. there's a, there is a permanent spot there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Blake looks like he can feel that feel that uh, breach very nicely. Um, and yeah, and at the rookie price, the one one three eight hundred. Yeah, he's he's almost a definite if if you need someone. Yeah, yeah well, get get him in there because the, he's he's uh, definitely scoring uh, well above well above his price, and um, he seems to be able to do it consistently. I know it's very early days yet, but he seems to be able to do that. Well, he's such a big blow. I mean, he's so hard to tackle. You think Conrad Harrell when he came in, and, and especially when he started, and, and still to dangerous to this day. Um, I mean, Blake's got those similar attributes and uh, at that price just makes him a must-own. And, and I think that, you know, people listening to this show, you know, the Supercoach Pros show, hopefully it already sort of drafted him and I think we, we talked about him highly enough over the last two weeks and, and you're now just very happy with what he's outputting. The Warriors and the Cowboys is the next Saturday night game and, wow, what another one of those unbelievable games where you look, one team looks sure and certain to win and somehow the other team comes back and snatches uh, victory from the jaws of defeat or the other team snatches defeat from the jaws of victory, however you want to term it. But um, Jake Granville, Pete talked him up um, on the Roundtable show last week and, and he sure did deliver 120 points thanks mainly to three tries, but he's getting more game time. He made 33 tackles. He is taking over from Rory Costation who only managed 15 supercoach points. So it's pretty much Granville's show now up there in North Queensland. He's only 190,000. He's going to get a massive bump after this week, but he'll but it may still be very affordable. And we just talked about sort of a couple of players that might be worth bringing in this week. He's going to be another right on your radar um, moving forward. Kane Linnett, 64. We knew outside backs do well against the Warriors. Probably Linnett wasn't on the radar as much as Tautai Moga, for example, who played very well last week. But he was the one to get the big points. Lachlan Coote, 82. Well, this is what a lot of owners would have been hoping for for a while. It's finally coming through. He's at 189,000, so he's someone that's great value. Looks like he's made a home there at North Queensland finally, um, a year and a half, almost a year and a half after he was um, first went up there. Of course, he had the season-ending injury last year before even a game was played in anger. Um, and if you did take the punt on him starting the year, you're very, very happy right now. Matthew Scott, 40, and James Jason Tamalolo, 50. I think you're happy with that, considering um, they're, they're decent floors. And Jonathan Thurston, 75. Uh, a good score. It wasn't a good matchup for Thurston, and he managed to, to come back into the game. He certainly started slowly, but it's an 80-minute game, Ryan. <laughs> it's always say, don't panic, we have said. And it doesn't always work out. A lot of times, even when it starts slowly, it can get going. In Thurston's case, even though he's a slightly lower day, still play him because of his class it showed out. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much uh, exactly how it's played out. Um, yeah, it's a patience game, and you just got to think. Well, am I prepared to cop the loss for the uh, for the upside, which is it's almost well, exactly. always guaranteed to happen. Yeah, and that's it. And then you'd rather, you know, that's the that's the strategy. Comes back to the strategy. Do you want to loss lose a, a, a match up where you know a head to head match up in Supercoach where you've had Thurston in the team, or do you want to lose a matchup because you left Thurston on your bench? I mean, that's how you got to look at it. Ethan Lowe, the one person to be a little bit lower than, and, and I guess it was eventual, it had to happen eventually, where 39, that's um, certainly lower than we've seen from him so far this year. 
Yeah. Um, you know, one of those things where he's brought home, he, he's given you good points um, prior. So, yeah, you just write that on off and go, well, everyone's going to have a down game. The Warriors, well, they put up some good good um, super coach scores. Sean Johnson, 64. That was a good effort. Solomona Carter, 76. He... He looks, he looks the part, Conrad Arell style, who scored 47 himself, both of them scoring tries. Uh, so good day for the, for the Warriors centres. Jacob Lilliman, 55. He, you know, solid numbers there. He worked, a hard worker. Simon Mannering, 55 as well. Another hard worker. 47 tackles by the Warriors captain. Bodine Thompson, 60. 45 tackles for him. He's been really good since uh, moving from the West Tigers and, and, and there. And, you know, certainly a player that didn't deserve to lose that one on Saturday night. And um, Chad Townsend, 54, he's still getting involved. Even when Johnson's putting up bigger points, Townsend's still able to get good numbers. Just a good sign if you had to put him in your team earlier in the year. Um, probably not at the value now to, to bring him in, but if you have got him in, you're playing him every week. And Manu Vatavai, it was a bad matchup for Vatavai, and he still put up 77. Um, another try, he broke the record, 201 um, tries now. Uh, for in the NRL, nine tackle busts, a couple of line breaks and uh, ten hit-ups. So, huge day again for, for Vatovai. And um, the Warriors, you know, good on paper, but uh, couldn't get the two points, unfortunately, for them. No. Um, look, and they probably should have won the game, um, yeah. looking at it, um, you know, in hindsight. But um, someone, the two guys who I was impressed with uh, was Mannering and Lilliman. Um yeah. You know, they both scored 55 each, but, geez, they were good. Um, Mannering had 47 tackles and Lilliman had 33. Uh, and so, yeah, they're the guys who did the work. Uh, disappointing was um, Nathan Friend, who I, I thought just, you know, a la Jake Granville, um, would have a bit more of a say in this game. But, yeah, only uh, put up 27 points and um, 28 tackles. So he's, yeah. you know, missed a tackle to lose a point. So... Uh, yeah, disappointing there for the, for the Warriors. He's certainly um, lost the spot to Thomas Ludolai there this year, and, and I don't think he's going to get it back, and it just seems like more game time's going to Ludolai as he feels more comfortable in that number nine role, that dummy half role. Ludolai obviously started as a half, and he's kind of made that new home. And friend, he's become an afterthought, really, um, for the Warriors, and I don't even know if he's going to see out the year from the bench. They little I might eventually play 80 minutes and they might be able to put another one of those big boppers on the bench instead. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that, that one pans out. That's for that's for sure. Ryan Hoffman, Ryan Hoffman, probably one other person to mention. Another damn week for him, only 42. I mean, it's not a horrible number, but his price went up quite a bit uh, when he had those three big games to start, start the year. So he's pretty much back. He'll be pretty much back where he started, uh, I think, after uh, another week uh, or another week coming up. Yeah, it's been a, a fair bit of a slide. Actually, he's been yeah, on the down on the downgrade um, for the last three weeks, really. So it's one of those things where you, yeah, you're tossing up. Do you punt him now and uh, look for someone else, or you know, do you ride him out for a couple more weeks? He's going to be a. Um Interesting one around Origin. I mean, New South Wales may select him; they may not. I don't think his role there is certain. I think he's playing well enough to get picked, but you know, there's enough good players in New South Wales back row that you never quite know who's going to get that role each year. Um, that might make a difference there. Although the Warriors buys do fall um, 
over both of them on those Origin weeks, so he will miss two of those games for you anyway. Um, next game was a ripper, Storm and the Roosters. It went right down to the wire. You thought the Storm had it towards the end, and then you thought the Roosters had levelled up, and then you thought it's going to be golden point. And then Melbourne uh, get the last gas field goal to take it in regular time. Terrific game of rugby league. Both teams are going to be there right at the end. Um, looking at Supercoach wise, a storm. Jesse Bromwich, good day for him, 65. He's a guy that you probably wanted to have brought in after his big day last week. Uh, now you're looking at a high cost, of course. Um, being from um, New Zealand, he won't be playing Origin, so that helps you in that period. Um, although Melbourne have buys in that period, so it doesn't help you as much as maybe some other teams would. Will Chambers, 62. Uh, he just keeps doing it, and I just wonder now if he's going to get selected representative-wise. I, I, it's getting to that point. He's playing that well. Dale Finucan, 56, probably the best game he's had so far since moving to the Storm. Uh, it's one to keep an eye on. Tohu Harris, 61, nice and consistent. Ryan Hinchcliffe, definitely taking over there as far as um, coming off coming off the bench getting more minutes Kevin Proctor's getting less so Hinchcliffe 65 Kevin Proctor only managed 37 super coach points so we're seeing a change there Felice Kafusi got over the line for a try uh, 56 points helping his day he was a cheapie at the start of the year if you've held on to him and, and kept him on your bench that was the day you were looking for you're going to get a nice price bump and then now you're thinking well I could keep him moving forward, or now if I have to sell him, I've made good money. Marika Corribetti just keeps performing, 50 points for him. Uh, great try, great leap up for a try. He's just, he's playing outstanding rugby league. Unfortunately, his wing partner, we thought might have had a good day. May Fenua didn't go his way, only 27. Um, another guy, Cameron Munster, who playing second game, bit of a, a second game slump there, just the 32. Still going to be strong consideration uh, this week as a cheapy pickup. Um, we'll make you some money. Kurt Mann, 32, a little bit disappointing, but Cameron Smith, the ever, ever consistent Cameron Smith, 72. Big day for him, 49 tackles for Cameron Smith, Ryan. He just keeps doing it. Yeah, he does. Just in, uh, you know, week in, week out. Um, yeah, and he's got the price tag to match it, but he also backs that up. Oh, yeah. Uh, look, I thought, yeah, most of the Melbourne players, um, Chambers, Harris, Bromwich, and Hinchcliffe, um, they were, they're all very good and they're all very consistent in the scoring. Yeah. Um, the interesting one was that Cooper Cronk, who I thought had a decent game, didn't really convert super coach wise. No. Uh, he only came up with 31, so that might be a consideration if you're thinking about um, if you do, in fact, have him um, in your team. Do you hang on to him? Because he's still relatively cheap um, at 271. He's amazingly cheap for his talent, but he's just not putting it together super coach wise. I mean, the Roosters is a tough, tough matchup, but um, yeah, now you think, which way do you go? Do you say it's time to go, or do you, if you don't have him, do you say, oh, he's getting really juicy in price? Maybe he'll come good after Origin and I'll, I'll reap the reward. Yeah, exactly right. He's one of those, uh, definitely a risk reward kind of guy, and um, um, one that you'd want to have on your watch list. Cronk and Slater have such a great partnership too, and you you just wonder like with, with Slater out, is that going to? Oh yeah, Cronk no doubt that's made a, made a bit of a difference. Mm. And uh, looking at the Roosters team, and Mitch Orbison's a guy we mentioned the day that or the week after Adam Guerra went down, and we said he's going to take his role, and he may 
perform just as well, super coach wise. Well, 85 points suggests that. He's playing 80 minutes. He scored a try, 43 tackles, a line break. Um, only the six hit ups over eight metres, seven overall, but that's not really his go um, as much as the other aspects. But great numbers for, for Mitch Orbison and, and 242,000. If he's in your lineup, you. you is a huge smile on your dial. We said James Maloney would come back this week. It was a, a nice matchup for him in 90 points. Uh, says it all. Two tries, four goals, 20 tackles, two forced dropouts, two line break assists, three tackle busts. Good day for James Maloney. His half partner, Mitch Pierce, was below par. 33 tackles, only 35 points. Did not get anything else going. They ran at him. Um, he, he'll always do a mountain of work, Mitchell Pierce. That's the one thing you can say about him. He doesn't shirk the task in defence. But it didn't leave him with anything in attack. And, and show it on your Supercoach scoreboard. Uh, a guy who's been really good for you all year, Supercoach-wise. Um, just just finding the going tough. And, and if that's that's the uh, the blueprint now to have the, to play the Roosters, run at Mitchell Pearce, it's it could be one where, where Supercoach-wise you, you might take a dip. So one, one certainly to watch. Um, some other good days. Board Cordner, 56. You'll take that. Jake Friend, interestingly enough, uh, with 54. Um, as suspected, Matt Mickelrick didn't um, play at all. He was named on the bench. Um, Willie Manu got that gig instead. So Friend, right to sort of take up that role that he usually plays with the 80-minute um, hooking role and 49 tackles. He'll work for you all day. But much like... Um, a lot of the, the players this year in the hooking role, not a lot of upside. The change to that play the ball has helped a few players like Robbie Farrar, James Seguiaro and the like, but not so much the Matt Ballins, the Jake Friends of, of the world, um, Andrew McCulloch, although McCulloch's had a couple of good, good games more recently. But it is difficult for those type of hookers to get the better super coach numbers. Uh, Dylan Napa and Suasua Taukiaheo, um or Tuikaho, I should say, 72 for Tuikaho and 63 for Napa. So these two guys who had been bench players both got the start this week and not letting anyone down. Big days for them. Daniel Tupo, 55, coming back into some form. But uh, Sean Kenny Dow, only 24, probably a bit disappointing there. Might have um, hoped, hoped for a little bit more from him and two of us, Sheck, as expected, I thought that he'd have a tough day against the Storm and just the 39. Yeah, look, um, I think with Maloney, uh, the fact that he is also playing for a contract uh, helps out his involvement. Um, the guy who I thought was a little bit disappointing, well, the two guys who I thought were a little bit disappointing for the Roosters, and that was a tough matchup for him, but um, Jennings and um, two of us, Sheck. Yeah. Uh, you know, 40 and um, 39 respectively. Yeah, that's not really up. what you need from no. those guys. And two of us, Sheck, you have to play. If, you, if he's in your lineup at that price, and even though you oh, know it's a 100%. bad matchup, you are hoping for maybe a 50, you know, on a bad day. Yeah. The, to- uh, the Raiders, Tigers, oh, the t- terrible Tigers. They were great for 20 minutes and then they switched off. And it cost him the game in the end. Robbie Farrah, 62. Keith Galloway, 53. Uh, Marty Tapao, 56. Naren Woods, 71. Strong up the middle. They're playing a lot of minutes, those four, and they will score a majority of the points each and every week. Pat Richards, 58. Could have been a lot bigger day. It should have been. Their left edge was a nightmare for the Raiders to defend, or the Raiders' right. 
Um, but the Tigers just got away from the game plan after going up 22 nil, and they didn't go there. Richards could have had a trifecta had they stuck to the game plan and a lot more goals. It wasn't to be. Still a good number. Tim Simona, he's his centre partner, the left, left part, left centre. He scored a try at a last pass, 73. So a big day for him as well. And again, he could have even benefited more. And James Tedesco chimes in on that left side, 67. So you could see where those numbers were going to be made. And they were, and you're probably happy, but uh, it could have been even more, um, I guess, there, right? Yeah, um, definitely, 100%. Could have been way more. Um, for some reason, yeah, they went they went to Simona early and with early, with going going with him early created... A lot of uh, a lot of problems for the Raiders, um, and yeah, no shows in the points that they got. The other thing the Tigers were doing early in the game was getting a roll on through the middle, and that helps out guys like Aaron Woods, who's put up obviously the big points. He's, mm. Yeah, he's made a, he made a lot of runs, um, and a lot of them were over the eight meters, and yeah, making thirty um, odd tackles as well. It helps out. It's just one of those things where. Yeah, once a team kind of, for whatever reason, deviates and can't get their minds back to the place where they're meant to be, um, yeah, it shows. And the points for the Tigers were, well, there was probably everyone's probably, you would say everyone's probably 20 points down on where they should have been. Yeah, Raiders are usually, you know, they're the worst at giving up super coach points. So, it, like you say, that it could have been anything at a 20-minute mark. But in, as it as it turned out, Canberra's got more super coach points. I mean, Jordan Rapana, who was the big target in defence, he ended up with 80 super coach points. Two line breaks, a try, um, eight tackle busts, eight hit-ups over eight metres. Good day in the end for Rapana, we're getting the victory. Guys like Sia Soliala, 59. Josh Papali, 59. Frank Paul Nuasala, 69. Uh, Paul Vaughan, um, starting with Fensom being out, 65. He'll always put up good numbers when Fensom's not there. We saw that last year. Hasn't started that way this year. Um, but now Fensom's out and suddenly a good score for Paul Vaughan. And, and Shannon Boyd, a bit of a no-name coming off the bench, um, 69. So a really good day for Shannon Boyd. He actually finished last year quite strongly. And he hasn't been seen that much this year, but, but getting his chance. And, and now he might he might keep it. And Shannon Boyd, he will go up. But I'll tell you what, you could do worse than, than going going with him. And I will just mention a couple of other guys. Ryan, um, Jack White in 57, scored a try to help his day. And Sisawaka, he suffered an injury. I'm not sure how serious it was. Still got the 47, with even without scoring a try or having a try assist. But um, that injury is one to monitor. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, because he was one of their um, more consistent scorers. Mm. Um, so yeah, you'll definitely have to check out that one. Um, a surprise point getter for me was um, Kurt Baptiste actually. Um, because he wasn't, yeah. he was just named before kickoff on the bench. Yeah. Um, still ended up with forty odd from the bench, um, and I didn't think he did a hell of a lot out there. But but by the looks of things, what he did was uh, you know point worthy. You know, uh, try try assists yeah. um, and the like, that kind Force of thing. Drop out. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know those kind of things where you don't really think about them per se when you're watching the game, but you know on the way back. That's when, yeah, when, when you, you know, break it down and look at it analytically. Um, he could well be a guy that you want to chuck in there if you, um, you know, if you spend all your money and you've oh. got a little bit left. 
Ricky Ricky Stewart, he's not finalised on anything from the playmakers' perspectives. You know, the one six seven nine. You know, they're all they're open, open for business. And, and a guy like Baptiste could could steal that role. I mean, Hodgson's been good um, most of the year, but you just never know that that Baptiste might get those more get more minutes after a good performance today. And uh, great value, one hundred thirty three thousand. Yep, definitely, one hundred percent agree with that. Let's go to the final game on the Sunday there, and the Eels v the Knights. Another cracking game going down to the wire, and full credit to the Eels to go up to Newcastle. They've been out of form and, and you know losing games they might have been expected to win, particularly last week, and then to turn it around today, they deserve a lot of credit. And, and it really is on the back of, of Chris Sando. I mean, he's very inconsistent, super coach wise. You can't really trust him. But seventy points today, he was the one that got him over the line, and then. And you know, a good a good day, super coach wise as well. A couple of try assists, uh, four goals, uh, there forced dropout and a forty twenty. You know, a good day for Sando. Nathan Peets, one hundred and two. We've sort of been looking at him, Parramatta wise. We've sort of said, no, nah, it's tough. It's tough to pick any eels, but but Peets is one you could. Well, two tries and a try assist today. That kind of came out of the blue. Uh, a line break, a line break assist. He's more of a worker, but today he put all that together with the more creativity side of things and 102 points. Great day for Pete's. Other guys to mention is um, Corey Norman, 49. We thought he'd go go well, and that was a that was a decent score for Norman. Tim Manor, 55. And John Folau, if you did bring him in as a cheapie, you're laughing. 82 points, two tries, two line breaks, 10 hit-ups over 8 metres, and four tackle busts. So good day for John Folau. He doesn't get involved that much. He's still got a lot to learn about the game. In fact, he, he didn't even make a tackle, Ryan. Minus one, um, one missed tackle. But 82 supercoach points, you, you, you just can't argue with it. No, you can't. You can't argue with it. You can't argue with his price. can't argue with his output in terms of supercoach points. Um, he's yeah, doing the business at the moment for the Eels. Um, you were talking about Nathan Peets with the 103. We were talking about him. You can't really... You know, he's a touch-and-go kind of guy, but if you go down to the other end of the spectrum, you'll see um, Isaac Dugois only scored 17. So you can see where the time is being spent. Um, Nathan Peets, I can almost... You almost think that Nathan Peets ends up being Parramatta's hooker for that full 80. Um, and, yeah, and Isaac, you know, goes back to New South Wales Cup. It's a funny situation because Peets is playing 80 minutes now. Dugois is playing as a back. Well, it's not even a back row because he plays in the centre. So essentially he's playing as, as, as that lock, the third prop. Yeah. A um, couple of other guys. Danny Wicks, you know, he started, got a good opportunity. 47, you're probably happy with that, certainly at the price. Um, Brad Takarengi. For mine, Takarengi, when I saw he was named, I, I changed my tip. I thought he, he's so critical to Paramount. I know he only started with them this year coming down from the Gold Coast, but he's been very good for them. And coming back into the lineup that that helped Parramatta, and it obviously helped John Folau as well. Um, Will Hopewadi moved into the centres um, with Reese Robinson moving back to fullback, and Hopewadi's numbers are going to dip. He, he he was down um, thirty nine for him, um, and Reese Robinson was down fifteen for him. But um, it, maybe that's something that we've got to look at. Both of those guys are going to take a step back. But I, and I should mention David Gow, 53 points. He just keeps putting up these good numbers and they get slightly better each week. Yep. Um, he's one of those guys who, yeah, who is the, I, I guess you look at it um, from a um, straight-out point of view where you go, well, he's a little bit 
of an underachiever. Um, you know, he's a guy who's just there to make up the numbers. But when you, again, once you break it down, you realise that he does do a lot of work and, you know, and it shows. He's very good for them. He's underrated and he actually does a really good job for Parramatta. Let's look at the Knights lineup. You probably, obviously, if you support Newcastle, you're not that happy. But if you've got some of their players, you probably are happy. Dane Gagai, back in the, back in the big time circle. Um, there with 89 points, scoring a try, um, heavily involved, a couple of, um, well, two line breaks as well, and, and uh, 14 hit-ups overall. Jared Mullen, good day for him, 58, you've got to be satisfied with that. Chris Houston got a try, got to 54 points um, overall, and Kate Snowden, 52, again, you know, around his floor, and finally Kiyuate, uh 76, he yeah, we we actually it was one of our predictions he would he would do as well as last week and and he did. They're on the website www.supercoachpros.com and and you are to, if you if you decided to take him sort of earlier in the year, you're pretty happy at the moment. Some good some good scores in recent weeks. Um, yeah, hundred um, percent. Once again, the centres for the Knights. Um, Guy did uh, amazing. Um, Houston, once again. Um, he, well, I mean, he got a try this time. Last week it was um, no tries, but just all tackling. So he, he varies his um, game, obviously. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, in a way, you're sort of thinking with the try, he should have got even more, even more because he does have that sort of uh, high floor. No, exactly right. Um, and Kate Snowden, who, speaking of the tackling, made 38 today mm. um, and scored 52 points. So that's kind of, um, yeah... It sets him up as a workhorse, really, um, and 52 is a decent score and um, he's getting very consistent um, this season. He's really, really seems to be enjoying this season as opposed to last one. Yeah, he's, he's certainly one of those guys that every year he'll give you a good output. Um, but like you say, he's probably about five points up on his average, I'd say, maybe even a bit more, but still with that sort of very consistent flaw, you know, you know you're never worried that he's going to bottom out for you. I um, should yep. mention Joseph Lalia too with 47 because, uh, or 49 I should say, he, he actually had been down a bit the last three weeks, so good to see him back with a reasonable score. And, and now you might be eyeing him off because it could be a very good prize and he's a guy who can do very well for you when the Knights are playing that more expansive game that they can do when the weather's better. We've had They've played in some pretty horrible conditions the last couple of weeks and even this game, the wind was pretty horrible, so... You know, the more they can throw it around Newcastle, the more the more that uh, they look better as a team, and you'll benefit super coach wise. Uh, Ryan, that is about it for the review show. Thanks so much for that today. And, no worries. Uh, we'll talk to you again on Thursday for the roundtable podcast, of course. Yep. And of course, you can catch everything at www.supercoachpros.com whether it's the recap show or we're at the recaps I should say roundtable podcast show supercoach previews Ryan MS's one to watch Pete's profits all that information uh, the upgrades downgrades is at the website www.supercoachpros.com I'm Paulie G follow us on Twitter at supercoachpros and we'll see you next time <laughs>